What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 109 of the Impact Defense Podcast. We're almost to 110. <laughs> that is true. 110. <laughs> Same difference. All right. So, anyway, in this podcast, this episode, we're going to be talking about setting up a safe room inside of your house. When you're setting up a safe room, there are a few essentials. Yes. Okay, one, you want a system that can be alerted anytime there is an intruder into your home, at which point there will be red flashing lights that oh. um, start shouting intruder alert. Uh, um, safe room activated, and then you travel to your kitchen as quickly as you can, preferably um, as long as your kitchen is near your bedroom. If not, a closet will work. Um, when you reach the counter, you will press the button under the marble counter that opens up one of the cabinets. You're going to shoot down the slide that leads uh, into your uh, <coughs> nuclear weapon safe bunker. Uh-oh. And when you get in there, you're going to press the button on the wall that flips on the lights. And then there will be a dramatic um, creaking sound as the wall flips around and reveals your full full arsenal. Uh, Now, when you reach the grenade launcher, you're going to want to pass that up, even though that sounds pretty awesome. Um, And you're going to want to get something that's a little bit more uh, accurate and is preferably not going to shatter your eardrums if you have to fire it. Um, the just just let her go. Now the prison cell that you have in there is for the intruder after you have injured them while you are waiting for uh, law enforcement to get there. That is if you want law enforcement to show up. If you're just going to handle it yourself, that's okay too. Just make sure you don't get caught. But if they're robbing your house, who's really going to miss them anyway? Um, now, it is important that you do blindfold them before they enter your safe room, just so that, you know, you have that security. But if they never leave that safe room, then you don't really have to worry about it anyway. Um, there is a trash chute on the far left wall, so make sure uh, that... <laughs> I'm sorry, I've lost it. Just go ahead. <laughs> so, Who can really afford this option anyway? Um, Someone with a lot of money. <laughs> so that's not quite the type of safe room that I was talking about. <laughs> Maybe you've watched too many movies. <laughs> when I asked Jada to like give a dramatic explanation of a safe room i was thinking she was going to say like you know run into a room and these big metal doors would shoot down and stuff like that i i don't know why i didn't like really expect more but i didn't even rehearse that <laughs> that was improv uh, remember remember that uh all that Jada said was not legal advice. Make sure that you please, please do call, call the police. Do not handle uh, someone like that. The on only your own. do in that whole thing is have a hidden room in your kitchen cabinet. That is just awesome. <laughs> and <laughs> the arsenal. The arsenal is fine too. Maybe I would not love the grenade to have launcher. A hidden room in a house. <laughs> I've always liked that idea. But anyway, that's not what we are talking about. Or like a bookcase that opens up. Yeah, I've always wanted something like that. I don't know. I feel like a bookcase is really awesome. Like, it was really obvious, unfortunately, like, with even with how obvious it is. But you know what? If you want a wardrobe with a false wall, 
then you got the whole Narnia effect. <laughs> but I will say slide in the kitchen cabinet would be an awesome second entry to that room. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, let's actually talk about actually how to dumb set waiters. up. Dumb waiters. Dumb waiters are cool. A safe room in your house. But before we do that, we need to talk about the official fuel of impact. Black, Black coffee. coffee. <laughs> Guys, I learned uh, something. I feel like we need a blackout coffee theme music, like for whenever we mention it. Just like a really, oh, or like explosions you, or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I was saying about like an explosion. Explosion. Oh, explosion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you probably should not have told me to rant about safe rooms. <laughs> no, it's great. It was awesome. My, my brain is not going to stay on track for like the rest of this thing. I am going to be a pit of unuseful information. So that's fine. Uh, Blackout coffee, you notice these really nice mugs that we all have. Uh, they are pretty freaking awesome. They've got blackout coffee on one side and the American flag on the other America. side. They have America. things on the other. Uh, they have also other things on their side as well. Um, so make sure, please, guys, I, I did learn something. Uh, I sent some people over to the website. And if they don't have other sales going on, use our discount code Impact Defense. And that gets you 10% off. But sometimes they have other sales going on. In that case, use those discount codes. Don't use ours. But do us a favor always. Don't just go to the website. Go to impactgear.live slash coffee. Okay? This impactgear.live slash coffee. This is super, super important. Because that way they know that you sent or that we sent you to them. Um, cause without that, they don't know that. And we don't get any kind of help out of this situation. So, um, these kind of deals work for us because pe we send people over to them and then they make purchases and then with no cost to you, we get a little bit of support from them in the in re return, but that only works if you go to impactgear.live slash coffee. Woo. Yes. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Coffee. <laughs> Okay. That is why I was able to ramble about safe rooms. That's right. I think it's about news story time, though, right? Oh, probably. I forgot there was a news story. And news story time. So this one comes to us from about 2004 or 2006. They don't remember the exact year anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting enough. Which, then again, I don't remember a lot of years, you know, or exact years of things happening. I usually have to. I got married in 99. I remember that one. <laughs> you know what year important. I was born? Oh seven. I feel like See, every I'm time good. I have a year memorized, it is then replaced by the next important life event. I remember that Jada was born in one because she told me she was born after. Why say that <laughs> on the podcast? Oh. Okay, so you know, I'm I, my brain is like super sharp because I've. Taking my daily magic mind, and I'm drinking blackout coffee. So I just, I remember all kinds of crap. I'm touched that you remember it, but sing it on the podcast. All right. Can, can, Uresh, can you like bleep that out? That would be awesome. I know Jada was born on, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> At 2 a.m., I hear arguing, and I could hear it through my bathroom wall. I shut my bedroom, and then, and no, I shut my bathroom, and then my bedroom to drown it out. At 2.15, a woman is banging on my door. Um, I open it, and she has a 
broken nose, a left eye swollen, and she is limping from tripping and falling to get out of her apartment where her husband had just beaten her. So she, I told her to go into the bathroom to clean herself up and then hide in my bedroom. The husband comes out of the apartment yelling her name, and then he notices her blood trail to my apartment. She starts banging... Oh, starts banging on my door, yelling um, to let him in. I warned him three times that if he doesn't stop, I will kill him. And he kicks the lock on the door, and the door swings open. He, I swing my baseball bat down onto his head. <laughs> I mean, he did warn him. Um, he falls to the ground stunned, and he lands stomach first. I see a handgun tucked into the back of his shirt, and I grab it and throw it further into my apartment. I warned him one more time. He got up anyway, came at me, and I hit him twice more with my baseball bat. He, he, fell, he fell down. Mm-hmm. Um, and died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those were some hard baseball bat hits. Um, the police made it to the apartment soon after. And, um, yeah, uh, he, he wasn't charged. And he said, I really wasn't affected as much about this, uh, by the situation as I should have, because I feel like I reacted the best way I possibly could for the situation I was in. And you know what? I feel like it helps that you know he was protecting someone else in yeah. the, in the bedroom. I feel like if anything's going to help you mentally process it is when you can see the person you're helping with your actions. You know, mm-hmm. but wow, which is interesting because I think it, I think it's highly likely that if he had exchanged his baseball bat for the guy's gun and shot him instead, the other dude might have actually survived. Yeah. I still, wow. Okay. He did warn him twice, though. Once before he came in the door, he hit him once. The guy fell to the ground. He warned him again. He came up and came at him and then, you know, yeah. got dispatched. You know, that's Kylie's. I don't know if you heard the podcast where Julie was on and you were not. It was me and Julie and Kylie. But Kylie was talking about the fact that the baseball bat is her preferred home defense weapon of choice. Um, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Julie's preferred home defense weapon of choice was me. <laughs> Tactical Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Keep one in your safe room, guys. And then if it's not Yeah, and then you, her second choice was, was Kylie. With the baseball bat. She like birthed her self-defense weapon. <laughs> so like, it's like, nope, I'm going to have this child. It's going to be trained from the time it is three years old so that it can be my personal bodyguard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's pretty much whenever, Which is a rare occurrence. Whenever I'm at the house alone... Um, and someone comes to the door. I generally have my baseball bat on my shoulder. Harley Quinn style, just ready to roll. I, and then I open the door, and then I recognize as someone that is related to me. So I put it down and everything. But that is my like home, my home defense weapon of choice. And normally, I try to keep it in like the living room. I can't find it now, but I will. I will. I think it's in the office. See, with my house, I feel like a gun isn't the best home defense weapon for where I live just because I live in a camper and it's just a little bit... The walls are too close in and everything. A gun is not my first self-defense weapon choice for inside of my house. Also, there are people around you. Exactly. It's just too small. And if they're, And if my husband is anywhere but in the exact same room with me... I, you know, yeah, it's just 
too dangerous for my taste. Um, so so I samurai have, sword it is. Actually, it is a sword. <laughs> oh, um, okay. But it's it's shorter, so it's just past dagger length, actually. <laughs> um, but it, it that is right. Yeah. Anyway, okay. that's there. All right. Um, but <laughs> I, that was not my point. I had something else. <laughs> no, I asked my mom one day because we uh, she concealed carries and. Like, at the time, I was not 21, um, but I was already, you know, I was still working here and everything. And we had to go somewhere that was actually fairly sketchy. But it was, it was kind of a no way around it sort of situation. Mm, okay. But it was, like, not a good time and not a good place, you know. But we had to be there. And we were together, and I was asking her what her plan was if something went down, you know. Because mm-hmm. we were there with a group of women. So, like, this was a women's trip. Anyway... I asked her what her plan was if something went down and something happened. And I was asking about, like, where she carried and how many rounds she had, like, things like that. And she was like, um, honestly, Jada, my, my plan is if something goes down, I'm handing you my gun because you're a better shot. <laughs> and she's like, and you have self-defense insurance. So. Uh, and I was like, okay. So that's my mom's uh, plan is she's she's carrying a gun to hand me well you know we did have a guy on the podcast one time i'm pretty sure it was stated on the podcast but just in case it wasn't i won't say who it was but he was talking about the fact that he always carries more than one gun on him at a time and he said basically that's like he said you know if i was out and around and kylie was there she's not 21 yet he says, and I know if the crap hits the fan, I can pull out a gun. I can hand one to her, and I can have one for me. And he says, because I know she can shoot. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. He said, so, you know, one's for me and one's for a friend. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, anyway, I think we've... Uh, <laughs> Now I'm just picturing being out in public and, you know, like something going down and then you got like the one friend that's former military and like is, you know, stay, stay, stay strapped to get clapped kind of person. It's like something goes down and you and all of a sudden he's like pulling one or one out of his waistband, handing it to one of you, like the one off his ankle to hand to you. And <laughs> it's like pulling the, the giant full size from his appendix for himself. And he's like, all right. Formation, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we are talking about home defense today. Um, Safe rooms. Setting up up safe safe rooms. Right. All that was the intro. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I think it was entertaining. I hope everybody else did as well. All right. Okay. Let's let's talk about things for a moment. First off, some points that we have to think about when we're setting up a safe room. Number one, uh, you need to select a room in your home that is centrally located i say preferably a parent's room because you know you're going to have a weapon in there you need a weapon in there we'll talk about what you have to have in there later so yeah think about everyone that's kind of in your house and what you would need to do for um all of those people to be safe now one thing that you're going to need to think about is if you have children like under a certain age Mm -hmm. that would not know to come to a different location. If that's the case, your safe room might actually need to be your nursery. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, So let's think about this for a moment. We've talked about home defense for a while now. You know, you start off, everything is layers. So you have this outer layer. If you've done everything right, it's 
you're trying to deter people from breaking into your house from the beginning with through lights, through, uh, you know, ways of doing things, setting up, you know, signs saying that you've got security systems. Okay. Then you kind of move in and then you've hardened your doors. You've made your windows harder to break into. Um, and all of this made it harder to actually get inside of your home. So you've now bought time for people to, you know, for people to get where they need to get to inside. And then you have an alarm and all of this other stuff that's going on to kind of deter once they do get inside. But if everything else hits the fan and they, you've got all of that, then by the time they get in, you need to have a safe room. Okay. So preferably a parent's room, but you know, you, you're going to have to take into consideration yeah. on um, the mobility of every person <laughs> in your home. <laughs> You basically want to make it the safest location in your home. Agreed. Agreed. Then you want to think about the door that's there. Kind of like you do on the outside. Uh, you want to harden that door. Now, some people do actual deadbolts on there as well. But as long as I think you have a good quality doorknob, you're probably okay. Maybe um, don't have a visible steel plate on the door or anything because people will question that. If they yeah, your but you do probably want a heavier door than yes, a general. A heavier Look, door. Think about it. How thin and light and easy are those doors to break in an interior door? How easy it to just break the door? You know, and this is one of those cases where if I have a heavier door that's not going to break, then that's going to be better. We're going to do the longer screws. In the frame. In the frame, like you would for uh, an outside door, and have a little better quality door knob. Maybe more than two hinges. Um, you want yeah. hinges that are uh, good quality um, and and not something that's just going to snap because, you know, there are essentially about three different ways they can bust through. One is by busting through the bolts of the door. Uh, one is by breaking the frame of the door. And another is by busting it off of its hinges. Yep. When you're not looking at just, you know, opening an unlocked door. Yeah. yeah. But you, you want a door that is not like most interior doors that just have a, um, a little, you can stick anything in the door and turn it, or you can stick anything in the mm -hmm. door and just pop, you know, so a, a better actual doorknob. And then, like I said, some people go as far as putting a deadbolt on there as well, and that's up to you. Um, I don't. But, you know, just a regular kind of... Um, when you're... You're going to want to make sure that the little... Um, oh, what is it called? The thing that actually moves when you turn the doorknob in and out that locks in place whenever you shut the door. Just part of the doorknob. The cylinder? Through. Yeah. There's usually a curved side and a flat side. Flat side. Mm -hmm. Make sure the flat side is the part that points out. So the curved side should be the one facing the inside of the room so that someone can't just slip a credit card through. Um, it is entirely too easy to just slide a credit card through a door. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. <clears throat> yep. All right, and what kind of things should we have in the safe room? Baseball bat. <laughs> well, let's, let's... So a weapon... Uh-huh. Yeah, you want a weapon. Improvised of, weapon. No. You don't need an improvised weapon. <laughs> That's not the time to go, all right, I'm going to take my keys and shove it in your eye. You know? No, we want a weapon. Weapon. Sorry. I know we're, like, not amazing on time. Um, and by that, I mean we're running really low. Uh, but... <laughs> One thing you want to consider, especially if your safe room is actually going to have to be in a nursery of some sort because of the age of your children, the weapon that is in your safe room, 
you're going to have to have seriously locked up. Like it, it can't, yes. it can't be readily accessible like it could if it were in your room. Yeah. Because, uh, well, obvious reasons. And, you know, you're going to get a whole lot of people who cringe when you even suggest putting a weapon in a nursery, you know? Mm-hmm. But if it's your safe room, you need to have something there. Well, you can do these things where they're mounted high up and locked up really well uh-huh. and all of this kind of stuff where nobody even needs to know it's there. In the top of a closet on the inside is usually a good option, especially in a nursery, because you, you shouldn't be able to see it when you look up into the closet, especially if it's um, flat against the wall on mm-hmm. the side of the door. So like walking into the closet, looking up on the same wall as the door, you could have it mounted. And yeah. I used to, in my the house I grew up in, my, my closet had a little ledge there um, that you could not see on top of if you just looked into the closet. And that's where I hid anything I didn't want my brothers to find. Yeah. <laughs> so you want a cell phone in that room. If it is not, you want a cell phone that stays in that room, essentially. Uh, now, if it's like your room, you know, and you have your cell phone in your room, at night, it's not that big of a deal. But let's say if it's a nursery or something like that, or just another room, just an old cell phone that's in that room, because any cell phone you can call 911 from, whether there is service to that or not. So if it's not a room that you are in, if it's not your bedroom, leave an old cell phone in that room so you can do that. You want a flashlight? So if the crap hits the fan, you can use the flashlight. And you want a bright one, a really bright one, like yeah. a blind someone. And <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have an extra set of house keys and car keys uh, in case you need to get out, if you need to get out of the window, if it's a really bad situation, or if you've barricaded yourself well in your room and the police are on the way because you've called the police, uh, you can actually throw a set of keys out the window to the police. That's actually a good idea as well. And we go to the home defense weapon of choice. We've talked about already kind of a baseball bat, a gun, you know, whatever. Um, We can have discussions at some point in time. Not today. We're already uh, running longer than we had planned. Um, But, you know, we can talk about, like, what is the best gun for home defense and stuff like that another day. But, yeah, you want to have some type of weapon that you're ready to go. And if you have a second floor home, <clears throat> a second floor home, whatever, <laughs> a second floor safe room. Yeah, yeah, second floor safe room. Um, have a small or folding ladder that you can get down. Yeah, yeah, you want a means of escape. So that's you don't want to have to be the person who has to tie a whole bunch of sheets together at the last second <laughs> <laughs> and test the theory: will it actually work, or is it just a movie and cartoon thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that's just some really quick tips uh, on setting up a home self-defense, or not self-defense, but safe room. Uh, so this is something that uh, that needs to go into the thought process because your your goal is to keep yourself and your family safe. Yeah, uh, We would like to take this time to bring up cert pistols. Yeah. Um, so that is actually a really good training, especially if your in-home uh, defense weapon is a gun. Yep. Um, a cert pistol is something that is real realistically um, weighted and has a realistic trigger pull that shoots a laser instead of um, an actual projectile. Um, and it is really great for in-home defense practice uh, because you're not, 
you know, you're not at risk of punching a hole through your wall with like an airsoft gun or something, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't have to just walk around around your home, you know, pretending your soup ladle is a uh, <laughs> home defense weapon. Uh, it, you can get more realistic practice and really think about where um, where it would be okay to pull the trigger, where it wouldn't, you know, and practice being on target without expending a ton of rounds of ammo in um, practice outdoors. You can practice inside of the home with no danger. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, it's funny, something I forgot to mention when we're talking about setting up a uh, safe room, I did not mention that, like, one of the things that you want to do is make sure you set yourself 90 degrees to the door, and that way if somebody does make it inside there, then you can use your self-defense weapon, your gun, whatever. Um, what I usually tell people when we're teaching a home defense class is uh, set yourself 90 degrees to the door, and if they come through, then you properly ventilate them and, yes. and you know, with your home defense gun, and then that will help um, you not be like an immediate target there if you're 90 degrees to the door. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts or any type of podcast catcher you have. Rate us and please, 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 please write a review. <laughs> that way we can start reading your reviews on the podcast. I think she adds a please every time she does this. That's what it feels like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep, guys, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, and we will see you in the next one. I was about to say what the next one is, but I can't remember exactly. I think we have a guest. Possibly. Probable. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, see you in the next one.